Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by taking one small step a day? And not because you're a bad person now, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to Be a Better Person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you live your best life. Hi, it's Kate, and this is the How to Be a Better Person podcast, where we're talking about how to keep the best of the quarantine. In my pre-corona life, staying connected to friends is something really that often slid right off my plate, especially with those folks who live at a distance. When I wasn't with the kids, I felt like I needed to get as much work done as I could and maybe squeeze in some exercise and other self-care. And when I was with them, well, let's just say it was hard to have a focused phone conversation. When the quarantine hit, though, it took all of about 24 hours for me to be on a Zoom call with college friends, and we've been group texting and Zooming weekly, which is definitely way more regular contact than we've had since we lived together all those years ago. And let me tell you, our 30th college reunion is next year. It really was all those years ago. I have no idea how this is possible. I know I'm not the only one. I've talked to many people who have told me similar stories, both of reconnecting with folks who live far away and of forging deeper connections with neighbors who you might otherwise only wave to on your way into the house. So connection is something about the quarantine that we'd like to keep around. And since I'm not typically all that good at it in normal life, (laughs) full disclosure, I wanted to talk to someone who's a whiz at it. And that person is Julie Brown. Julie is a networking coach and business development strategist who helps people transform their careers and their lives through networking. I love Julie's no-nonsense and funny approach to building connections to other people. She's the author of the upcoming book, This Shit Works, a no-nonsense guide to networking your way to more friends, more adventures, and more success. And she's here to talk to us about how to keep the connections that we've made or rekindled during the quarantine going, even as we re-emerge and get busier. It's so great to have you here, Julie. Thanks for coming on. Thanks so much for having me. So tell me, can you help me understand why it felt so good to reconnect with folks during the quarantine? Sure. I mean, I think there are a number of reasons why this felt good. And perhaps we have a need and a nostalgia for how things used to be. And connecting with people from our past helps us go back to a space and time, even for just a little bit before all of this happened. I know that a lot of people were reconnecting with people they hadn't talked to in a very long time. And I think it's just like we wanted to go back to something that immediately overnight was taken from us. Another reason might be that there was always a desire for this kind of reconnection. But all the things that were competing for our time and attention every day prior to the pandemic, it it was easy to push off uh, reconnecting until you had more time. And, you know, we never had more time. And then the world came to a sudden stop. And it was the first thing that we prioritized in our schedules because we've always had a desire for it. It was just being crowded out by a number of other things. I can certainly relate to that. Yeah. 
So I, well, here's what I want to know. I mean, as good as it feels right now, I'm already a little bit nervous about what's going to happen once we start to get back to whatever our new normal might be. So how can we keep it going? Yeah, I think a lot of people are, are wondering that because this feels good. This reconnection feels good. So how do we learn to stay connected with all of these distractions and deadlines and activities as life begins to resume to some semblance of what it was? And the truth is that connection and staying connected to people is a product of action and not intention. We all want to stay connected, but only those who move intention into action will stay connected. As a professional networker, I don't take relationships for granted, and I know that every relationship has to be tended to. So I make sure that each part of every day is dedicated to reconnecting to someone in my network in some fashion. You can find pockets of time in your day to do this too. When you're in the car, going back and forth to work, or running errands, make a couple phone calls, hands-free of course, to friends near and far. Text message people in your network, uh, your friend circles. Uh, Text messages are, are a great way to just reach out and say, hey, was thinking of you. And all of these happy hours and Zooms that we're setting up with people that we're making sure that we say, okay, we're going to do this next month and then we do it. Like, Make sure we do that. Pre-schedule your catch-ups in advance so that you have something reoccurring to look forward to. You know, My husband has been Zooming once a month with all of his college roommates. And prior to COVID, we always said it was like weddings and funerals. That's all. That's the only time we ever caught up. And it just... This has made that glaringly obvious that we need to have, we have to schedule these things in our life to make sure that they happen. And again, that's a product of action and not intention. Yeah, I love that. I think that they say the road to hell is paved with good intentions, right? (laughs) So you really do have to do something. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Well, I want to know, so as we're talking about getting back to some semblance of normal, we know it's not going to be the same. And there's some things that we were doing that helped us meet new people. And But it's really hard to imagine those things happening now, like in-person conferences, for example, or networking events, or even going to a bar. Like, How do you think this might impact our ability to keep our networks not only strong by taking care of the folks that we've since reconnected with, but also growing? It's going to be different for a while like a long time, like most likely until there's a vaccine, but we are human. And because of this, we crave human touch and human connection. So we're going to need to start to put that back into our daily lives. In my online speeches, I've been asking the audience, what is the one thing they've been missing during quarantine? And their answer in mine too is I miss hugs. I miss hugging people. Like I literally could literally go outside and hug a telephone pole right now just for that action (laughs) of putting my arms around somebody. Um, I, we, we crave that we crave human touch and human connection. It might be a while before we're able to shake hands and hug everybody, but that doesn't mean we aren't able to meet new people and then connect with them on a human level and build relationships within them. Again, connection is a product of action and not intention. If we want to connect with people and make new connections, it's 100% doable if we are allow, allow ourselves to be open to making those connections in whatever methods are available to us right now. So that probably means like social media, video conferencing, etc. Yeah. I mean, and even like, I think you mentioned in the beginning, you know, we used to just, you know, wave at our neighbors as we got in the car. And 
now, um, you know, every other week, the neighbors, we all get together and we pull up our lawn chairs and we have beers together six feet apart every, you know, every other Thursday. And I'm more connected to my neighbors than I than it was before this happened. And we've been living to be, you know, beside each other for years. So it doesn't have to only be Zoom. It can be like, I know friends who are doing social distancing, um, get BYOBs where they go to somebody's house that was a large yard and they bring their own lawn chair and they sit down and they just reconnect. Like there's a lot of different ways for us to go about this and, and to create human connection. Yeah. I think social media and Zoom are a great way to do that. Those they also are a fatiguing activity. I think when you are on Zoom all day long, I call it Zoom face. And it's just like my face doesn't want to work anymore. <laughs> and so, But that doesn't happen to me when I'm with people like in the real life, like outside of my computer, when I'm hanging with my neighbors, I could talk to my neighbors for two hours. My face doesn't hurt after it. Like there's just something different about being in a physical place you know, space with somebody versus talking to somebody over a, a Zoom call or a Google Hangout or whatnot. Not to say that those those methods shouldn't still be taking place because like we have friends all over the country and that's how we're connecting. But find ways in which you could still be um, you know, face-to-face with somebody uh, at, a, at a distance and create that sort of space of connection, it's just a little bit different than it was before. You know, you're six feet apart and not six inches apart. Right. Something I love about what you were talking about is that, you know, we have these neighbors who are kind of right there in front of us, but maybe we haven't taken the time to get to know them or spend time with them. And a lot of times the things that we're looking for, I talk about this in my books and when I'm coaching clients, they're right in front of our face. We're just, we're not looking for them. We don't see them. They're kind of hiding in plain sight. So that sounds like a cool way to um, keep connections building with in new directions at the same time that we're kind of taking care of our roots too and talking to the folks that we have been friends with for a long time. I'm curious if you have a takeaway for us. So I think my takeaway is doesn't have anything to do with making connections with other people. I would say my takeaway is that this is an unbelievably difficult time for everybody. And with all of us trying to stay connected with as many people as possible and be as productive with work as possible and sort of live our best COVID lives, (laughs) you know, find time to reconnect with yourself, to figure out what you need to not burn out during this time, you know, have compassion for what you're capable of doing during this time, because we just don't know how long we're going to be in this different way of, of, of being. And we need to learn to be okay with being compassionate with ourselves and taking time to reconnect with our own selves and what we need to get through this. Oh, Julie, I love that message. And, you know, we all need reminders of that all the time. So it's great to hear it come from you and maybe whoever's listening maybe needed to hear that today. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. Tell us where people can learn more about you or or connect with you. Oh, sure. So they could go to my website, which is juliebrownbd.com and not downtown Julie Brown. I get that. I get called that a lot. Um, so it's juliebrownbd.com or my my book will be available on Amazon next month. So they can check out the book next month on Amazon. 
And any, if you follow me on social media, you will get updated on any of my speaking engagements, which are all virtual now, but hopefully in the not too distant future, we'll be live and in person again. Fantastic. And yeah, I just want to give a plug for Julie's book. It's called This Shit Works. And I have had the pleasure of reading it, an early copy. And it's like a modern update of how to win friends and influence people. Thanks, Julie. Thanks, Kate. Thanks so much. I love how Julie pointed out that being in regular touch with our friends is something we'd always been wanting to do, but we just didn't have the time before. And that's part of the reason why it's been feeling so good. So that leads me to today's tiny assignment, which is this. Think about who you really want to keep up that feeling of being connected to, and then let them know. You might not be able to keep up the pace of a weekly Zoom happy hour over the long term, but letting them know how much you've enjoyed chatting with them will help you both make time to keep up with each other going forward. Take care and make sure to come back tomorrow when I'm talking about the things we've had to let slide during quarantine, like dyeing your hair or getting dressed in real clothes, and whether we really want to go back to them. Something I will forever associate with quarantine because it helped me sleep during this wacky time is my sleep mask from Manta Sleep. In the words of my 10-year-old son, this sleep mask is epic. It's made out of great materials like linen to keep you cool, soft plush to cushion your eyes and forehead, and a hook and eye closure to help you get the perfect fit with no long pieces of elastic that are going to get all stretched out. The Manta Sleep Mask is the cherry on top of your sleep Sunday, and if you decide to get one, you can use the coupon code BETTER to save money. They make a great Father's Day gift, which, heads up, isn't all that far away. And what could be a better gift than better sleep? Go check them out at mantasleep.com, and don't forget to use the coupon code BETTER. Thanks for listening to How to Be a Better Person. Our theme song is Left for Deadish by Junior85. The podcast is mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past seven episodes, a sneak peek of the week ahead, and one well-chosen meme to your inbox every Saturday morning. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com. Tweet me at Kate Han, K-A-T-E-H-A-N. Or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 